Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Covered It as presented by Quack Golf. I am here with just Ben Scott at the moment. It's just the two of us and it's just the two of us for a reason because this week we have our first guest on the pod. I'm excited. I am excited, Johnny. <laughs> you're, you're smiling ear to ear there. That was oh that was really God. That was really fun. So we basically have just got off uh, our chat with Mac Boucher, the uh, so-called King of Sling. He is an internet sensation, a quarter of a million followers on Instagram. He is how everybody wants to golf. Yeah, yeah. And annoyingly, he's actually just a really nice guy. A legend, a legend. Yeah. Um, like, he's just, he. I think he was kind of he might have been a bit shy at the start or he might have just been looking at the two of us being like what <laughs> the hell have I signed up to here um but like I think he grew to like us and we had a we had a great chat and a bit of crack and he had some stories didn't he yeah yeah and I'm I'm gonna be playing golf with him in London in a few months so. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so folks listen um we were very excited when this came about we are still very excited um and just to everyone who has listened to us for the last 12 episodes, thank you. Um, folks, tune in, uh, put on your seatbelt, and ladies and gentlemen, Mac Boucher. Hey guys, I'm Mac Boucher, and you're listening to the latest episode of Covered It. things so you've been delayed yeah yeah i'm um i thought i was leaving tomorrow morning i actually leave uh sunday morning so i was just too much going on and getting a little bit overwhelmed yeah. i guess no problem oh yeah. then you were exciting uh going to philadelphia play marion oh nice oh wow class yeah yeah so looking forward to that um i don't even really know what's going on i got told to go over and do it and I think there's like some event happening, but not cool. even sure Sick. what it is. Sick. Yeah. At, the, at this stage, you must have so many offers everywhere, just like golf, golf, golf. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nonstop, honestly. But <laughs> I guess it could be worse problems to have. What right? a terrible life. Sure. Um, it's just just as a wave intro, uh, I'm Ben. Uh, I I'm part of the Quack team. We run a golf apparel company. The, uh, Patrick is one of our good friends. Um, who has somehow become the chair of our podcast, our podcast lead. <laughs> he He's just our resident golf sicko. He loves it. So um, awesome. it's a very, uh, very amateur golf podcast. But um, thanks for, thanks for yes, coming on. Um, yeah, no worries actually, at all. We've, uh, you're our first, uh, our first guest on the podcast. So we've kind of started pretty high. So I don't know if we're going <laughs> to find someone with more, more Instagram followers anytime soon. That's good. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, Mac, listen, um, honestly, thanks very much for your time, man. Um, appreciate it. Um, uh, I actually, um, I lived in Vancouver for a year, so I I uh, have a Canadian experience out there. Um, so the first question that I've been dying to ask you since you said yes to coming on this podcast is, do you like poutine? Uh, I'm not a big potato guy. Like, I, um yeah, Does, I, I know. I, I don't. I don't eat a lot of potatoes of any form. So fries are kind of just whatever for me. So poutine's kind of whatever. It's an. It's. I must say, uh, I don't want to like insult your 
cultural heritage or anything, but it's an awful dish, isn't it? It's, I, I love it. It's, yeah, che- it's, it's cheese curd on chips, I think. Is 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 that what it is, Mac? Yeah, gravy, cheese, and and uh, French cheese. fries. But it's like, yeah, it's weird. I mean, I've had good good ones before where okay. it like stays crispy somehow, but sometimes it's just flooded in gravy and it's just like puddle. No, it's disgusting. Not a fan. Yeah. Um, and listen, we're an Irish golf podcast. We're we are a golf podcast, but we talk about everything and anything here. So. Don't worry, we won't be pestering you with um, golf questions left, right and centre. But I'm just wondering, do you have any Irish roots or have you been to Ireland or do you have any links to Ireland in any way? I don't, but it's like it's very high on my list to get to. Um, okay. I've kind of been travelling the world and never made it to Ireland, which is pretty hard to believe considering the good golf that's there. Um, for some reason, whenever I travel, people always think that I have an Irish accent, which is super weird. Um, <laughs> I think it's just I just say it's a speech impediment, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I get that a lot though it's super okay. random um, but yeah no I don't have any heritage or anything there um, but definitely hoping to get over there it's on so, the list it's on the list let us know when you're coming over we'll uh, we'll organize a few games for sure 100% I see the Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs hat are you I was going to ask are you a Canucks fan no so I'm from Toronto originally are you um, on, from Toronto okay I live in Vancouver so Okay, yeah, I'm on. I'm actually on the west coast right now. I'm on living Vancouver in the west Island. coast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I I'm I'm a bit of a nomad, but um, yeah, I'm more based out in the west coast now. Vancouver Island is is enormous as well. It's like a it's it's massive, and then you guys have some great golf courses out there. I think, don't you? Really good. Yeah, that's kind of um, the course that I practice at here is like one of my favorite. Um, it's just like it's good scenery, good good landscape for golf. You have the Very ocean, nice. you have the, the mountains, you have kind of everything. It's beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, like, first up, basically, like, how how did your life become what it is, the now renowned king of sling? Like, did you ever think <laughs> when you became a pro and were teaching and that this might happen, or is it all just kind of happened out of nowhere? Yeah, it's all kind of just happened out of nowhere, honestly. Um. So I I give you like the real Cole's notes version yeah, of yeah. kind of. No one really cares, but I um. Uh, we care, we care. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I picked up the game pretty late. Didn't start playing until I was like 18. Then um, uh, kind of just gradually was improving. I went to Q school um out of university. Got my card on PGA Tour Canada or Canadian Tour. It got yeah. bought by PGA Tour the year I got my card. Um, so it was kind of a good year to get it because I had all the perks of like PGA Tour with like TPC courses and everything. So that was really cool. But I kind of I was a bit of deer in headlights at that point just because I didn't think I'd be getting my card that quickly. I was still pretty new to it. I had qualified for like a USAM, Canadian AM, and um, some like big amateur tournaments, but I was still like not good enough. But I knew that. Um, so I played a few years, just Canadian tour, mini tour golf, um, Australasian tour over in Australia and was kind of doing that for a bit and then um, realized pretty quickly that I probably – was nowhere close to making a real career out of it. Obviously, it's like any professional sport. It's more of a dream than a reality, yeah. I think. Um, obviously, there are guys that are cut out for it. Um, yeah. And I actually had wrist surgery in 2016, end of 2016. That's what kind of really put the end to the pro golf side of it. Um, I was full arm cast for like just under a year. Um, so oh. no golf. Kind of. So I shifted to teaching then. Um, yeah taught some courses in Canada for a bit. And then I moved to New Zealand at the end of 2017, was head teaching professional at 
Millbrook Resort in Queenstown. And I kind of just fell in love with it there. Um, was teaching golf, playing golf, just doing everything that I would do, ski, hike, all that stuff. Um, and then COVID hit, and that's when I had to move back to Canada. Um, okay. The visa processes when COVID hit in New Zealand, obviously New Zealand shut down completely. They like didn't want anyone there that wasn't supposed to be there, wasn't yeah. deemed essential. So as a golf pro, I was deemed unessential, obviously. <laughs> so I mo- moved back to Canada um, and then literally was just teaching at, have you heard of a YouTube channel called Tour Experience Golf? Yeah. Y- yes, um, I have. Yeah, I've watched loads of their videos on club fitting and equipment. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Ian, um, Ian Fraser. Ian Fraser, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's from Scotland originally. He's been in Canada for a while, but I can, he, I can tell from the accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he has the strongest it. Scottish accent, and then he's just talking to a load of Canadian guys, and I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he moved, he moved to Canada like ten years ago or something, and then he okay. started in our place, and then he transitioned onto his own and started TXG, and then obviously cool. it's grown quite quite large. But Ian and I have been pretty tight since he moved to Canada. Um, when I was playing professionally, he used to fit all my yeah. golf clubs and like really good friend of mine so he when i moved back to new zealand he's like you can come teach here whatever you want like cool. just come come use the facility build a bit of a a gig for yourself here so i was doing that but then toronto went into like this super strict lockdown with covid yeah. and shut down all indoor golf yeah um so i wasn't teaching wasn't doing anything so i booked a one-way ticket to dubai um as you do just because it, dubai was the only country in the world that was like allowing tourism at the time they were yeah, yeah. I, like i can't sit in canada and just like seasonal yeah. depression with winter coming on and like got that so i knew a couple that lived uh over in dubai alex riggs and claudine fong canadian couple um alex is quite a big golf following for coaching coaches a couple big names um anyway so i messaged him and he's like yeah everything's open here the golf course are open so i went to dubai i ended up just like starting to post these videos is something fun to do while I was there. Cause literally I'm just floating around playing recreational yeah. golf seven days a week. And I'm like, okay, I need to like do something to like, yeah. Stimulate what I'm doing. So I started just making these videos as something fun to do. Cause I'm a creative guy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it just started kind of like growing from there. I moved back to Canada after that winter from Dubai and was teaching at a course, a really good course in Canada. Um, Muskoka Bay club. I think it's like a top 20 course in Canada. It's, Quite Sorry, nice. Mac. Can I interrupt you there? When you're teaching clients, are you? I'm picturing you teaching, like, old guys how to hit no, thirty no. yard slingers. I would, I would say I, my te- my teaching is very like, um, find what works for you and yeah. make it better. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. Like, I'm not going to. Obviously, my skill no. set is not yeah. unique to me. But I think my teaching method is more of a. Yeah. Find the unique skill set that each person has and dive into that. Because yeah. um, as a 65 year old guy who hits 90 yard slices, like good luck making him hit a draw. It's not going to do it. It's, it, it's going to be the same thing as you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, let's just find a way to make that 90 yard draw start on line and kill yeah. some spin and yeah. 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 maximize the distance for it. Because but surely, not... um, like if you if you have any, I don't know if you have any younger guys that you're teaching, um surely at for the last 10 minutes they're like here mac come on show me how to how to hit a, a, a sling here yeah i mean 100 percent. i think that's because i mean for me i'd say it's like it's useful like i used it's to fun, yeah. like i always say to people i'm like you can stand on a tee shot and if it's like a tree line um golf course where if you miss a fairway you're still gonna find your golf ball yeah 
you're not going to stand on that T block being scared if you're in the trees and need to manufacture a shot if you know how yeah. to get out of there. So people just worry so much about like perfecting this perfect golf swing or making like um, hitting these like perfect shapes. And for me, I'm like, why don't learn how to like have a shape that works for you, yeah. understand the golf swing so you know how to work it if you need to. Um, and then for me, it's like, if you hit the middle of the face, you can do anything like yeah, yeah. that. That's, that was my big thing. Learning how to make good contact. Cause yeah. I'd say 95% of people don't make a good enough contact. It doesn't matter how good your swing is. If you're not hitting yeah. the middle of the club yeah. face, you're not going to hit yeah. it where you want it. So, and um, also like I've heard that like on many different forms of media, that's like the easiest way to find straight is to learn how to hit it left and learn how to hit it right. Like learn how to draw it, learn how to slice it and you'll eventually find the middle. Yeah, well, exactly. And I think, I mean, generally speaking, I curve it because not because it looks cool on Instagram. Like I did this before I video. Yeah, you shots. do. Like, <laughs> no, like the thing is, is it's obviously picking stupid gaps and yeah. trees. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, but that's so for cool. me is a method of working on club face control and, yeah, and hitting yeah. a spot. Cause exactly. I know if I yeah. can, if I can hit a small window, um, then like yeah. it, I can, I can yeah. hit a small green. Like it's not, for me, it's like, it's all beneficial to the way I golf. And I think mm. I was doing this, I was going and finding gaps far before I had a camera set up, cool. I guess is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Cool, so, cool, cool, um, cool. yeah, it's just been a strategy for me to, to understand my own golf swing and then hit spots. Like I've always been pretty good at hitting greens and rag by potting. I pot like a blind dude. Um, <laughs> cause I don't practice it cause it's just not enjoyable for me. It's so boring. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Because um, um, that was yeah. going to be one of my when when we uh, when I was sitting down to write down a few questions, my first one was going to be, do you actually play golf like that? So if someone said to go go out and shoot your very best score, would you still be slinging around trees and that sort of thing? Not obviously not through gaps, but do you do you play a big thirty yard draw and that sort of stuff? Yeah, I like I played a so I came out and played. I played a couple of pro events the last couple of years, mm. just like sponsor yeah. exemptions and stuff. And like for me. I can control flight and trajectory and stuff. So let's say I have a tree right of a tee deck, first tee of a tournament, a little bit nervous. I know my stock shot is like a safety slice, I call it. I yeah. know how I can launch it high, I can launch it low, I can launch it medium. I know how to control that. That's what I'm very comfortable with. So yeah. I'm not going to sit there and try to manufacture a draw because it's uncomfortable for me and try to hit it straight. I'm yeah. just going to find how high I need to launch my slice and slice it over the trees because for yeah. me, that's 100% more accurate than me trying to manufacture something that I'm not comfortable with. Absolutely. So, actually, it was, I was in Mauritius a couple of weeks ago for um, just like a some event, and I okay. I walked a few holes with Fanny. Nick um, Faldo's old guy. Oh yeah, Fanny Sisson, yeah. Yeah. So Fanny, we were talking, and she's like, "Oh, I've seen your stuff on Instagram," and she's like, "I'm gonna probably throw you a curveball here," but she's like, "I see you got like a lot of abuse for the way that you play." She's like, "I completely yes. get it." Yeah, she's like as like somebody who understands golf and understands the game. Like you play to know where your miss is going. We're yeah. never gonna hit perfect shots every time. So if you know that my seventy yard hook nine iron is gonna miss right ninety nine percent of the time, then if there's water right, then I'm not gonna hit that shot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. right. So I'm gonna cut it into that pin because yeah. my yeah, cut yeah. generally is an overcut. Yeah. Okay. So it's understanding what I do and don't do, and I think really good golfers understand it the yeah. keyboard warriors of keyboard thugs that I call oh. them sit behind we, the keyboard we know all about and think them. that they don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's, yeah. it's part of the game, but it's, it's just funny that when you talk to someone who's educated about golf, they get it. But if they don't know yeah, golf, yeah. they, they, they're, they yeah. don't get it. So. And another thing I wanted to bring up yeah. was 
like I've been following you for ages. Um, but every video recently, it's just like there's always good, good comment there. Obviously, they watch your good, good video and they're like, oh, it just gets so tiring. It's also like if you like it's as if they've never played a bad round of golf. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, yeah. is the good, good, the good, good video, like to give you the background on that, like I was I got called up to that quite late. I hadn't played for like a month because I was back okay. in Canada. It was courses were closed. So I had said no to them a couple of times originally because I just had no interest. Like I'm not like a fanboy yeah. over like people on the internet it's not i play golf because okay. i like golf yeah anyway so i ended up doing it because um talked to some people with taylor made and they're like yeah just go do it like why not um so i went down it's a scramble format it's not real golf yeah. it's like yeah. just lashing and like i was like <laughs> i was just messing around having a good time like i didn't care i had yeah. no idea that it would get scrutinized and like put under yeah. a microscope the way that it has um it like a simple google search will find that i've like won some mini tour events and had some decent scores like it's not have i had some crazy good uh, career absolutely not am i some great (laughs) golfer absolutely not but i'm not like an 85 like i like i'm a scratch golfer like it's 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 funny you said like we were talking about keyboard warriors and stuff i was just listening to a podcast with neil schuster from no laying up talking about their business and stuff and the topic of keyboard warriors came up and how it maybe it might have affected him mentally or anything at the start and he just said that like basically some people just want to see the world burn they just don't see any positive in anything and all they want to do is just be mean to people so like you seem like a very strong individual that you wouldn't give a shit about that kind of stuff but um I've I've seen all, yeah. That kind of, yeah you know what i mean like i've always i've always kind of been a bit against the grain like i don't drink for instance so like even through okay. like college through high school like all my buddies are out drinking you get that constant peer pressure like you're an asshole like you're like pussy go drink and i'm like <laughs> listen like i i don't drink like you do your own it's, thing it's, it's yeah. i do my own thing and i've always been comfortable enough in my own skin to do my own thing i understand that like there are a lot of it, you honestly have to feel bad for these people because a lot of them are just sad yeah. individuals that yeah. probably weren't hugged enough as a child and, and now <laughs> um or i also see it on the way that the guys who are abusing you on the keyboard are probably the guys who got abused in high school yeah. or public school growing up yeah. and have been picked on their whole life so now they have a platform to feel like they're getting back to someone who looks like they're thriving or a cool yeah, kid yeah, yeah. when i'm not yeah. a cool kid i'm a loser and I'm like, I'm just well, they're also being people a loser, that don't so. have 250,000 uh, followers on a successful Instagram. So, yeah, screw them <laughs> up there. Yeah. Um, sorry, um, just one question. I was thinking then, um, like you said, you took the game up late um, at 18. So did you play any other sports then before you were 18? The ice hockey or any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, I grew up playing pretty much everything. I was love it. anything fa- fast paced. Like I was, uh, okay. obviously, I'd still say that. If you were to give me a bluebird sunny day in Pebble Beach or a bluebird day on the yeah. mountain with perfect yeah. snow, I would take the day in the, the snow skiing every day. Um, oh, are you a skier? So, skier and snowboarder, so I do both. No, snowboarder, okay. Um, yeah, I would say I started late and then golf, I fell into golf because I had another injury cool. Um, cool. and it just kind of happened. But yeah, I played everything growing up. Lovely. Nice. Um, I think I first, so I played Jack's Point back in 2019. I was down there at my family. And I think that's where I first came across you because on my discovery, I saw the par three, whatever on the back nine is, the backdrop yeah. of uh, Queensland Lake. And I've told I've told every person I've ever played golf with that if they're ever in New Zealand, they've got to go to Jack's Point because that's, like for the stuff you do with the backdrop of the mountain and the sea, it has, that's like a playground for the stuff that you create. Yeah, I, think, be... I always say Jack's Point is my favorite course in the world. It's uh, wow. yeah. 
it's um not i mean it's probably not like the best golf course in terms of course design um but for me like i'm more of like a scenery and, and that and i think that's what's become a lot of part of my instagram is i try to travel to places where have like that look good on a video um yeah because that's what i enjoy the most about golf is it's that kind of the scenery of it the the landscape of it um because i feel like i can be the most creative on that style of golf course once you're once you find the instagram videos kind of taking off do you then find yourself looking for golf courses that had this sort of scenery and this backdrop because you you've played like some of the courses in canada you've played i don't know where they just look courses but again the, these amazing mountain backdrops yeah. and you can see you know all the ball flights all that sort of stuff yeah i'd say um honestly i was doing it like that's what brought me enjoyment to golf before was like finding these like cool landscapes go golfing so that, that it's kind of just fit into again the videos kind of happened yeah, with me yeah. being there. Um, I certainly am not going out and maybe looking for them. I just, that's where I get the most enjoyment from golf yeah. is playing that style of golf course. So I'm going to play them regardless of the camera's on. And do you have a, would you have a favorite course yeah. in BC? Yeah. The course that I practice at Bear Mountain. Bear far. Mountain. It's like, it's just like a huge variety of, um, there's a lot of good ones in BC, yeah. like in the mountains there, Tobiano, all the Whistler courses. Um, Whistler, yeah. I'm a pretty good fan of just because of the backdrops, but Bear Mountain's kind of like a playground for cool, me. It's cool. got it's got a lot of different variety, and um, I think I don't get bored of it. Like I can cool. just go around, rip around. Do you get up to Whistler much? Um, yeah, I probably go twice a year. Um, okay. I'm going actually in July for a week to do some stuff for Golf Whistler. I was there last year, did the same thing. I was actually going to go potentially before I flew to Philadelphia and play Big Sky. Um, so I'll probably play next week. I think I'm going to play Big Sky. I kind of meant more towards skiing and snowboarding as well. Oh, skiing. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't been, I've been chasing summers for so long now. that Yeah, um, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I went, I think where I went, went to Big uh, Big White. Oh, I've been to Big there. White. I did a, a Christmas there, actually. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, so I did Big White, um, I guess it would have been January. But yeah. a couple guys, that's the cool thing with like the Instagram stuff is like I've connected with a lot of like, professional athletes from other sports so um yeah. i've become pretty good friends with like craig mcmorris and mark mcmorris and like these okay. uh, pro snowboarders that are like okay. x games gold medalists and like and then these two skiers that were on team canada invited me out to come out and ski at big white with them so they gave me all the equipment because i didn't have anything i'll add most with golf clubs but okay um yeah i definitely want to try to get back into the skiing again a little bit more any of them good golfers they're all pretty good, yeah. Yeah. I think skiers are skiers are pretty athletic dudes, so yeah. two of them were like really good, yeah. Cool. It all it also kind of works just the opposing seasons, like once the snow's gone, play the golf. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking again, another question I was thinking of. We get a lot of guys reaching out to us asking us to send them some gear, like send us a few shirts, I'll make some videos. <laughs> and a lot of them are only starting out on their like Instagram or TikTok journey. How and hopefully they'll listen to this because they'll stop messaging us when they have zero followers or they only just started. But how long did you find you were making content and making stuff before you kind of realized, okay, this can actually be a bit of a livelihood. Like I can make a career out of this. I, and so that's just like uh, something that bothers me with it all. And I've noticed a lot, but it's like people are trying to be influencers now. I never yeah. tried to be it. Okay. It, it just kind of like I had everything else that I wanted other than just having to leave New Zealand, which I was pretty devastated. But, the, the golf thing was just a void to like be creative, do something to keep my mind active and, and do stuff like this was never the end goal. 
And I've never like, it's never been life or death for me to do it. But I just yeah. noticed in the last couple of years, I think since COVID hit and golf's really like boomed, you're seeing a lot of these like up and coming brand or like guys doing it, which is great. Like it's great for golf, but they have to understand that like they shouldn't be given freebies. Like I, no, I never, no. I was not messaging companies asking for free gear. I let companies message me and if they wanted to send me a couple of hats and, um, then awesome. Like I'll happily mm. wrap a brand. I was never asking for money. I was never mm. asking for any type of value from it. I was, I was just doing it because I either liked the gear. I still buy clothes. If I like something, <laughs> I'm going to buy it. Um, <laughs> but it, it drives me nuts because like I see so much, I even get people messaging me being like, how do you, um, how do you get like brands sending you stuff? Like, how did you sign the TaylorMade? And I'm like, I didn't, it's, there's no how to like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. they approached me and I said, sure, yeah, let's do it. Said like, yes. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you can't force it. And I, I'd say that's like something that Instagram is interesting now. Like even I've been seeing a lot more blue checks or checks beside people's names lately. Like, I think you can just go buy verification yeah. again, like Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Instagram's yeah. allowing that now. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's annoying. Um, yeah. Something I was also wondering was just, when you were um starting out trying to become a pro or whatever were there any were there any guys that are that you were playing with back then that are still trying to make it now that you stay in touch with um did any of them make it or you know what's your relationship with those kind of guys yeah like i i have quite a few friends actually that um are playing i'm like michael gligic uh, okay. who plays in the pga tour now he's um okay he's got a cool story like he he turned pro out of high school when he was 17 oh. was unbelievable i think he had like guy would set a course record almost every mini tour event he played like he i think he had like 17 course records around like toronto alone yeah um, and played canadian tour for like nine years like nine or ten years then he finally just like gave it up because he was just sick of like not making money um went and got his real estate license and then he was just out playing with his buddies somewhere in toronto um few years ago or whatever and i think he shot like it was close to shooting 59 his buddies were like dude you need to go back and start playing go back yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that year he went back he ended up like winning on canadian tour graduating to uh corn ferry and then won on corn ferry now he's been on the pga tour for two years so it's cool because like he's one of those guys that like people don't understand the the grind that that guy had to get there um yeah. and then I, I have some other buddies that are kind of still slaving away more mini tour golf and and that kind of thing but yeah i mean the, mar I the margins are that's so, all they know so, so, yeah, yeah. The, margins the margins are, so, are small. so small and like for you like it's a very hard decision to say to give it up like a lot of guys just aren't willing to give it up and they just want to keep going because you hear those stories of guys who've been doing it for 10 years and eventually they make it mm. so like yeah so when so when you did give it up you went into b being a teaching pro that was yeah i gave step. it up because i like i'm a realist so like i knew okay. that it wasn't it probably wasn't i wasn't going to be a top 300 player in the world <laughs> it just wasn't going to happen yeah, like yeah, i yeah. just i i don't have the patience for it i was just like i don't you don't see me out there grinding on my putting stroke on a putting green like <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just not it wasn't for me in that sense but um yeah, I think it was an easy decision for me. I do miss competing still, and that's what okay. I yeah. think is nice about this social media thing is now I think it's given me a little bit of an opportunity to get back into the playing competitive side yeah. but not have the pressure of, like, putting food on the table. Yeah. Um, I'm potentially going to have a couple sponsor invites into some PGA Tour Canada events this summer. Wow, um, sick. And then I, I played in 
that Australasian tour event in cool. like in I New South that. Wales Open. Yeah, they that was wild. Like they live streamed it um, on the app, like all both my first two rounds, and it was on TV in Australia. Um, and I was mic'd up with a microphone in my ear or headpiece in my ear, microphone on for the entire time, so nowhere to hide. So that was like. <laughs> I honestly did that was more to like show the good good haters that uh, yeah okay. that you you can, can play ball yeah like, so. that's kind of like the the we call it the mic walk that they do on PGA Tour now on I think it's usually on a Saturday where they get a player to basically give an interview while he's playing a hole and we just think it's hilarious because like these guys are playing for their their careers yeah, and it's like yeah. oh yeah i'm just gonna put it down the middle here and we all know how, how hard the sport is like it never mind with an airpod in your head and like trying yeah. to tell the world what you're just about to do i i just i on our podcast i tell the lads every week that it's gonna go very wrong someday and it's gonna be hard to watch yeah no. i well it's that that earpiecing was hard too though because like at least in the pga tour one like when they're hitting, the announcers aren't talking. There's nothing yeah. going on in that earpiece. It's like okay. shut off. He's just got an earpod in. I was on like so the guy that was in my ear was at the studio in Melbourne talking about the golf. So I'd be standing oh. over there on the fourteenth <laughs> tee. I'd be over there on the fourteenth tee and he'd be like, and over on the twelfth hole we have <laughs> and I'm like and I kept thought, like the first the first few holes the first day I'm like holy like this I was not expecting this like I actually there's Sorry, a clip Matt, on my did Instagram. Did you play an entire tournament with that in your ear with that? I played 36 holes on an Australasian <laughs> tour event from the minute that I got to the golf course they mic'd me up so all my warm up when I'm drinking my morning coffee what? walking to the first tee and I had this guy interviewing me the whole time but he wasn't just interviewing me he was commentating on the golf so i had this going on in my ear while trying to play a guy I got paired with plays on european tours his name's dean lawson he's okay. a european oh, yeah. tour player he's, yeah. he played he's played it there well he's been on challenge tour jumped around a little bit he had a good finish yeah. at one of the big tournaments a couple okay. years ago that's i got paired with him and a guy named jack murdoch who i knew i knew both of them yeah. So I had this earpiece in, and the guy and the announcer would be like, "Okay, Mac, um, we just saw that Jack came up 15 yards short. Can you just ask, can, can you just ask him if uh, the wind, if it was a wind gust, or if he fatted it?" I'm like, "I'm not gonna ask." Him. I'm like, "I'm not gonna ask the guy if he fatted it." Like, the last thing he wants to hear. But I've got some. Uh, why did you agree to that? <laughs> I say after oh, they the first me... hour, you. <laughs> no, it was. Imagine that for six hours, two days in a row. Oh, my, oh God. my God. So it was, or like I hit some, like I play, I actually played pretty well. Like the first, cool, that's it was good. funny, yeah, but yeah. the first round I was, took a while to settle in because this earpiece was going, he'd be, <laughs> all right, Mac, walk us through what you're going to do here. I'm like, well, well, Dave, I'm just about to hit. So <laughs> you just give me a few seconds. So the first spot, I think I was four over through five the first round after oh, missing man. a five foot birdie putt in the first hole. And I'm like, oh God, like I'm just, I'm about to embarrass myself. Like this is bad. And then I rounded it into some nice form. I think I shot like one over first round um, after that, which was great. Fair like man. I beat, yeah, I man. beat like a really big amount of players. Like I was nowhere yeah. close to dead last. Yeah. Um, and then I'm doing my post round interview and I have all these cameras and stuff. And they're like, all right, Mac, like, um, so did you figure you'd be this close to the cut line? I'm like, no, nah, like I can't even make the cut. I have to get out of here on Saturday morning. And I got <laughs> massive trouble. Because I said on live television, I guess with like the betting odds, you're not allowed to say oh, that. Yeah. It's like... 
I must uh, I must try and find That's that. So I'd funny. love to watch that back now. You can. You can if you download the Play Today app. Um, okay. Yeah, the Play. T- it's a like the metaverse. The guy yeah. who started it. He um, guys. I met him in New Zealand. His name's Clive Mayhew. He started like this metaverse app. They were the title sponsor for the tournament. So he um, okay. yeah, he gave me uh, the sponsor exemption, and then that was the part of the gig was I had to do. Uh, be mic'd up for it so you can look back and you can watch all the warm-up and everything both rounds i, want to watch I have a bunch of clips drinking your coffee <laughs> and oh, sorry mac did was it a, was it a gust of wind or did he actually fat it <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I can't this was this was like more than once he did this it was so funny like he, he's like i'm like i'm not gonna ask him that in the middle of a tournament but um Oh, yeah, it was pretty. Or the first round, story. <laughs> I had to um, I had to do a warm up, first round of the tournament, and the driving range was tiny. There was no space for me, so I'm dry. I'm warming up on a slope like this. Like literally, the ball was forty four feet below my feet, and they're they're live streaming me doing this warm up. I'm like, this is the most Mickey Mouse thing I've ever seen in my life. But anyways, oh, that's a good story. Um, I didn't sorry. come dead last, and I beat a bunch of guys. So well done, man. Well done. Exactly. We right. And e- and even if you made the cut, you weren't going to be there. <laughs> and I I got some world ranking points because I played in it. So I think I'm ranked like three thousand in the world now, which is there you go. You are That's actually great. I actually checked. You are three thousand four hundred eighty ninth in the world. So there you go. I think I've actually got down a couple slots. I think I was three thousand two hundred <laughs> a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um. So what's uh what's coming up now? Plan for the year? Are you doing a bunch of Obviously, like you do a lot of work with TaylorMade and, and different brands. Is it more brand stuff than tournaments, or what's what's going on? Um, so I I guess it's coming into a busy kind of time now. So we'll go to Marion for a week. It's a lot of like little trips with brands. Um, I've got some like tourism stuff with like Golf Whistler, um, Golf PEI, cool. just some stuff like that. But then um, I'm hosting the Avion Masters in France with Mia Baker. Um, oh, sick! So they're wow. flying us over to to kind of lead that on and do like a lot of stuff with the players and stuff during the week um so a lot of stuff like that and then I'm, I'm actually coming over to um playing in the bmw championship pro-am at wentworth in oh September. class okay you'll have to pull into ireland there. on your way yeah and i'm thinking about doing like a month in the uk if i can like time it all properly because i mean i was in scotland there for i guess it was yeah. like three three weeks ago or whatever um, you were in st andrews were you yeah, I played yeah. Sanders, Crail, Kings Barnes. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, Matt, First time I played Lynx Golf. So I'm uh, I'm based in London now, so let's get a game when you're when you're in the UK. 100. percent Yeah, let's do it. it. Sorry, did I hear you say that was your first time playing Lynx Golf? I had never played true Lynx Golf. Like I, okay, I okay. played like Cabot Lynx and on um, Canada, which is considered Lynx on the ocean, but it's not like mm. true yeah. Lynx Golf. Um, did but you I enjoy think it? like I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And probably the best I played. Uh, probably the best no I played in a long time. I actually I set the course record at Crail. No way. Like the oldest. Yeah, I shot sixty one. Unreal. No at Crail. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold like... on, Mac. You shot sixty one. So what were? Where were the two putts that you missed out for the fifty nine? <laughs> you definitely <laughs> I, came I off the like, course thinking. Well, so it's a par sixty nine there. Oh. Okay. Um, it's ah. a shorter course, <laughs> but it's like no, but they like they play yeah, yeah, tor- yeah. tournaments there. Like it's a, it's a true yeah, golf yeah. course. Um. And it's like one of the oldest, seventh oldest course in the world, yeah. and the course record is yeah, only yeah. sixty-one. So, yeah. Um, where did I miss? That is, I was like, so cool. I was seven under through thirteen, so I limped home. 
Cool. Yeah, I'm, actually, you I'm actually yeah. playing there in the summer with, uh, we're go- I'm going up there with a few friends and our dads. So I'm looking forward to playing. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's a fine seeing, little course. Find seeing the your name on the, on the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. Yep. Do you, um, like, would you, is there any kind of Irish courses that you'd know that you really want to play or like have thought about um, if you do get a chance? Honestly, I would play any of them at this point. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I've been, I've been kind of remember watching like the Irish Open and stuff and like, um, it's just high on my list just because it's, yeah. it's yeah. kind of got the you, landscape you, though. Like, you, you plan the trip, Patrick, and we'll all be yeah. there. Yeah, okay? we'll be the guys to yeah. take you out. Don't worry. Lovely. Um, bring Ian Fraser as well, and he can give me a club feeling. <laughs> I know we need to. We need to get over there. Ian and I have been saying we need to get him and do a UK thing. Like, I can't believe he hasn't gone over there and done yeah. some stuff. But yeah. So, like, if you so sorry if if anyone doesn't know, like Mac, I'm a bit of a tech nerd, so I I love my tech. So, TXG are literally the go-to guys now on YouTube. Um. So, um, two questions. We're just wondering. If you go into TXG, do you get, can you get like a private fitting for me and Fraser, or is he just, he's too big for that kind of stuff now? <laughs> uh, I think you could, no, I don't think he's even really fitting anymore. I think yeah, you can, yeah. but it, there's a hefty price tag on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just another question is, um, I'm not sure if it's in your bag at the moment, but the TaylorMade Tour Mini Driver, is that what it's called? What do you think of it? And are you, do you have it in the bag? Can you use it? Yeah, so I've been using the Mini Driver for, I started with the 300 series last year, year and a okay. half ago. Um, Do you like it? Just because, yeah. So with, with driver, like I can work it both ways with every club except for driver. Driver, I really, really do not feel comfortable with a little amount of loft trying to hit draw. It's just not okay. comfortable yeah. for me. I've always hit a cut with driver, but yeah, yeah. the mini driver allows me to hit like a, a draw with it because it's just, a, I don't know, the lower but profile, smaller head. Would you have a driver and the mini driver? Yeah, so my current setup right now is I go driver, which is set to seven, seven degrees, wow. and then I go um, seven degree driver, and then my mini driver is set to 11 and a half, and then I have an old, it's funny, in my TaylorMade contract, um, I'm on like a 12 club contract with TaylorMade. Okay, okay. It literally says exotics three wood. Like, I, it's the only three wood I'm allowed in my bag, tour edge exotics. Oh, okay, okay. So it's 13 years old. It was like my first three what I got. I got it when I was Oh, like, so you've kept Okay, cool. I get it. Yeah. yeah, it's had a few different shafts, but the, the, they said that I can keep it, but it's the only three wood other than a tailor-made one I'm allowed to have in the bag. Okay. Is that is that how manufacturing contact con- contracts work? You can be done down to the number of clubs? 12, 13, 11. Yeah, 12, yeah. Two, most, yeah. most guys on tour are on like a 12 or 13 or like obviously the guys who are like a full bag. Yeah. It just depends. So like, I'm on like a 12 club contract with hat, um, apparel, sorry, hats and glove. That's like my contract with them. But yeah, so the mini driver, I go, my exotics three would, because it's older technology, it doesn't go very far. It's a little bit more yeah. spinny, which allows me to shape it a little bit more and does everything I want it to. So that's set to 15 degrees. And then I go uh, to a seven wood, five iron. Oh, I saw iron. the seven wood fitting actually on YouTube. Yeah, I t- yeah, that seven wood looks cool. Is the is the mini driver essentially a two wood? Is that what you call it? Yeah, I I call it a two wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. But it's like I because I have so much versatility with my seven wood, um, I don't feel the need to have like a a four iron, so it frees up the space for oh, cool. the mini driver. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I uh, okay. I always think left-handed golfers just are more aesthetically pleasing to watch. Like, I just don't think I would enjoy it as much, Mac, if you were right-handed. It's something about watching I'm, a lefty sling the ball. It looks, it I looks honestly much think more, it, yeah. I think it's like, it's become like, I guess, 
again, because I started it when COVID was like really hitting golf hard and like everyone was getting the bug, like a lot of guys from other sports are taking it up and are lefties because in my opinion, I think more people should be more are left-handed because you're right-hand dominant. And for me, like yeah. I just mm. think about myself being trails or a uh, lead side dominant. Right. So I try to cancel out my whole uh, yeah. left side of my body and my right side just okay. drives the golf swing. Um, and I think that makes more sense for like athletes to me. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I think I was like, yeah, it, like it's, it's interesting, but I think if more people just swung lefty from an early age, I think you would actually probably see a lot more lefty. There's tons of lefties in Canada because of hockey. Yeah. I'd say you'd have yeah, a good backhand in tennis. <laughs> no, uh, my tennis is pretty rough, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm probably all out of questions, Mac. That was, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. That was. A, no, a thanks for having ass. me, guys. Good fun. Mac, just a massive thank you. Honestly, thanks for your yeah. time, man. It was great crack. Yeah, no worries at all. Yeah, best no worries. Luck. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. And uh, best of luck for the year. rest of the year. Yeah. And we'll, awesome. we'll see you for, for the trip that, Pat, that Patrick's uh, planning in Ireland. Perfect. Yeah, I'll be there. I also, I meant um, to say, I played with um, the Polish guy that wears your stuff. Um, oh, oh Gredecki. Yeah, Gredecki. I played with, yeah, I played with him in um, Dubai a few months ago. He's a nice uh, guy. Yeah, nice guy. Covered Mac, that one. Covered safe it. travels. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, we'll guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, man. nice meeting you guys. See ya. Bye. Okay. Yeah, Shani, how did you how did you find that? What do you think of Mac? Um, oh, he's just cool, like, isn't he? he? I was just like, when he came up on the camera, I got so nervous because I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> this guy is so much cooler than me. What do I do? It's, he's just sounds cool, like, just it's nice. It's also cool that he doesn't want to be cool. Yeah, you know, do you know like what I mean. He, he didn't choose to be an influencer; it just kind of happened, and like he just rolls. Yeah, like um, at the start, um, you know, I'd say he was looking at us, going, "Who the hell are these lads?" And look, spuds. yeah, quiet spuds. Call me bias, you ask, but your first yeah. question: ask him if you liked poutine. <laughs> poutine, yeah. If anyone, yeah, but like he definitely. I maybe I'm biased, but I, it looked like he he we were growing on him and. Uh, Mac, if you're listening, um, if you come over to Ireland, you won't be disappointed. We'll give you a good tour around and play some nice courses. So I can't believe he hasn't been to Ireland or played courses and stuff. And it's amazing that he only played Lynx Golf for the first time last year. I think there's a gap in the market there, Mac, if you're listening. Some, well, a brand in Ireland needs to pick him up and bring him over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know a guy who has a brand. <laughs> I know. I, that was just, I really enjoyed that. that was, he's just a lovely fella. Yeah. <laughs>